2: Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me today is Travis McClunky. And Brian. Hi. And wow, guys, we have a lot to talk about today. So if you're just catching up, uh, there is this trailer released where Eris is on Europa. She's going over the icy, icy terrain of the planet. We believe it's Europa. I- yeah, Tundra, sure. Whatever. So that happened. There's a big tease for June 9th. Also, as a note, we're recording this on Thursday. So if something happens Friday, we were, we didn't know about it yet. So <laughs> we're reacting to everything up until that point. Just in case.
3: Just in case the Almighty just crashes. Just in case.
2: Yep. And then <laughs> there was another trailer featuring the Drifter, where the Drifter also goes to... Or is going to what looks like Europa. He's just flying on a ship. He pops his coin, looking all cool. And they again tease June 9th, right? There was one new asset released in an email today where it shows both Drifter and Eris. Eris has exposed her face. Drifter is... Potentially looking at her, I don't know if they're on Europa together. They could be on different sides of the planet, but it seems like this is culminating in something larger. Uh, while all this is happening, um, what else has been going on? A lot of people have called out the week eight invitation of the nine moment where the, the pyramids appeared and uh, the drifter and the emissary kind of spoke and he, uh, he kind of accuses her of showing those images. And <laughs> yeah, uh, it's really, really exciting to see how they've been building this all together. Um, what am I forgetting? All this has happened this week, uh, by the way. Oh, the pyramid tease the- that happened in game, right? Which so- was
3: leaked like two months ago.
2: <laughs> this was leaked. Th- what we're ago. looking at right now, Brian.
3: This right here was leaked like a month or maybe more ago. We, to, yeah, this, yeah, this exact one. Really? Yep.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I hadn't well, seen it, so it for me, awesome. for me, I was super, <laughs> super hyped to to see the pyramids leak, and then uh, I think there is one more thing. Oh, the Almighty. Just, yeah, just generally speaking, the Almighty has been slowly creeping closer and closer to the tower. So that's what it looks like today. That's another angle of what it looks like today. I've done some uh, pass to make it more apparent, but I haven't zoomed in the picture or anything like that, that is captured on PC. And here's what it was like (laughs) a week earlier on reset, right? So it has gotten uh, dramatically closer. Um, And yeah, that's, that's basically everything that I can think of up top of my head that's been happening. This sort of like in-game storytelling, and I would say the Almighty, if you're listening, the Almighty's probably, I don't know, 75% larger than it was a week ago. So it's coming in hot. We We think that something might happen tomorrow, which is why at the beginning of the show, we're basically saying, or this weekend, we're saying, hey, we're recording this Thursday, because we know it comes out Friday at five, like it has forever. But yeah, Uh, Brian, what'd you want to say?
3: I just want to say the reason why we think that something's going to happen this weekend is because somebody tweeted at Bungie wondering why the heck nothing has happened, like, even though this is the last week of the season, like, nothing's happened so far. And then the official Destiny account replied to them with quotations so far. So, you know, it's something has to happen before Tuesday to wrap up the season. Um, so we'll see. I, I imagine it or will on happen like, tomorrow. Right. Yeah. No, nah, because that's like that's that's the new seasons. Like we want we want something to happen like during this season, like to wrap it up. So this going be kind of weird for it to happen on that day when they've already got so much already going on that day.
4: Here, so here's cool to say,
3: like a weekend event for it.
2: Yeah. Joselius Romero said, uh, "The season of the worthy is about to end. So far, nothing has happened with the Almighty. Pay for a season that does not have the content it offered." Destiny Two, the official account, replied with, "So far," in quotes. Yeah. So, good response to somebody being kind of salty about about the season. There's no denying that this season has been pretty damn boring. But here's the thing: all of this stuff that's happening right now, and the The in-game things that they've done, granted it is at the end, it's super cool. I really, really Mm -hmm. like how they've been sort of unfolding this. And the fact that it has ties back to something that happened a year ago, that drifter scene happened in May of 2019, at least Mm -hmm. that's the date I believe it was. And now a year later, we're seeing sort of the culmination of those activities. So I don't even know where to start let's start with uh what do you guys think Eris is doing on the planet and did you notice the that the ground is like gl- glowing red as she climbs the mountain
4: yeah i I have no idea what she'd be doing on the planet but I think last time we left off with Eris she was still maybe going a little crazy after touching something in the uh, on the moon yeah, you know she she them. Yeah, always, always yeah. one for touching ancient relics that may may or may not make her goofy or, or angry. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know if that story got concluded. It's possible that they were kind of just alluding to her you know, going crazy because her fire team's phantoms were, were chasing her. But I think it's probably something else, and I think she's got her own personal agenda that's bringing her to Europa because obviously the uh, the darkness is doing something up in, well, so I'm up sure in that, that planet.
2: Yeah, here, sure here's the, here, sorry, Brian, here's the shot where you can see the red, just for context.
4: Anyway. Also, go back to
3: that shot. Boom. See, like, oh, sorry, go, if you go back to the big the big shot, you can see, like, um, yeah, if you look at the far left of the image there, does that look like, that look like a skeleton? Here. I got some, some cool some tools on this
2: program. You want me to go far left?
4: Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like a skeleton of, like, a, yeah. Decade. Oh, it looks like it a space station, maybe. Yeah,
2: it looks like sort of like a satellite or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah,
3: It's interesting. Like yeah. I, see. I, I imagine that, like, whatever they're doing, like, they're probably, like, showing these these teasers, like, back-to-back like this, because, like, it, it might lead up to something where, like, Eris and the Drifter are, are both looking for the same thing, um, but for their own personal reasons. I doubt it's going to be some sort of team-up thing between the two of them. I don't know, man. It seems like it might
2: be a team up thing. You don't think so?
3: Well, just because like they showed these two, these two teasers of them very separated from each other, right? They're not like they're not on this journey together, you know. Mm-hmm. So and they might they might they might find what they're looking for at the same exact time, and maybe that comes up with something. But
2: so you reminded me, no. Brian also that like they're on this planet. This is Destiny 1 concept art, right? This is Europa, That's right. and you can see that the cities are basically like covered in ice, and uh, you can see the planet in the background. I've wanted to explore this planet Forever, for basically as long as Destiny has been out, I've been excited to go here. And it's just really, really cool to see that we're finally going to get to explore this destination. And I'll use the the Zoom tool I have again so that we can kind of look at this concept art, and then we can probably go back to the trailer. Y- you can see the cities are totally submerged.
3: Um, I hope that these, this you know, concept is what the patrol space is, right? It's just some very, like decrepit old frozen city rather than just like kind of like a boring wasteland, um, as a, uh, as as a patrol space.
2: Yeah. And then here's what we're getting today of, uh, the tease for Europa. You know, we haven't seen much more beyond this, but I am incredibly hyped. This is really, really cool. We should also talk about, uh, what's going on with Eris's hand some people are saying like that seems like it's the pyramid tech and she's actually utilizing it. What is she utilizing pyramid it against? T- I don't think she's using it as a protection. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. It looks,
4: is there a chance that she's been compromised and is aiding the darkness in some way? And maybe the drifter is on a mission to stop her.
2: But the, oh. Or help her. Yeah. You know what? Know. That would be a really interesting, you know, face to face sort of thing where they're going to pit them against each other? Does Possibly.
4: Yeah. Drifter would make a pretty good unlikely hero, uh, <laughs> I think.
2: Yeah. And we also got the the sound file. Uh, what else did we get there?
3: Oh,
4: The cryptic the sound, sound file. file. Was a, yeah. Was, was the there sh- really anything there was... in that?
3: People did a also... lot of decryption looking into that. It's like some deep dives that people have done to dissect that audio clip.
2: As we're yeah, talking also- about it, my brain's just sort of going crazy. So I'm bringing in assets that I had already uh, prepared for other things. And um, I'm remembering like there's the concept art and the ending that we never talked about, really, of the game where mm-hmm. you know we saw this area. And a lot of people thought that this is potentially going to be on Europa. There's also the fifth alien race. It's kind of cropped off there improperly on the far right. The, the pyramid race, yeah. there's the ending of Shadowkeep and that statue where, where we got the the final item. There's Paul Tassie's article with the, the art about the veil and how the veil could potentially be. There's just been so much going on <laughs> with Destiny and news. It's it's kind of crazy. What was your question, Brian? Let's,
3: yeah, let's, let's be real here. We're going to an icy planet, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: What, do think, what do you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the icy hive from Mars and put them on Europa that that's where we're going to be fighting.
4: Honestly, I could see that. Yeah, no, I, was I hope it's I I was like, well,
3: that's a great place for them to use those, uh, those, those icy hives.
2: Yeah. I mean, they could have some of that, but they, I think they're going to do something that's a little bit more contrasting with the all white planet. So they could have some enemies that sort of blend in that are harder to see, but design wise, I could also imagine them pitting us against something like the veil. So real quick, yeah. do you think this is a setup for season eleven or season twelve or the fall? Like, what's going on here?
4: I think it's season twelve, honestly, uh, because they said that they're going to reveal season ten and or season eleven and twelve at the same time. And when they said uh, this all, they said that on was it? 12? They said that they
3: said that in a they said that in a 12 quarter. last week that we'll hear about the next season when they're ready to show what comes after that at the same time. So it's like, so on June 9th, we're not, we're not going to hear about season 11 basically until we're able to play it. Um, Mm -hmm.
4: So like I, this is definitely something that they're teasing for, for the fall expansion and not, not for season 11. I think they'll focus most of their attention on, Hey, here's what season 12 is going to be. Here's all the stuff to get hyped about. And then hopefully season 11 will be a good lead into that. But I, I would be really surprised if, you know, we were on Europa uh, a couple weeks from now. <laughs> I just don't see that being the case with, uh, you know, how, how the past seasons have gone in, in this expansion.
2: So all of this, you know, Travis, to your point, so we have the almighty that's going to crash or get blown up. Uh, I forgot to talk about um, the the dialogue on Mars with Anna Bray, who seems super positive about all she this. Was,
3: I'm like... Uh, girl, you're delusional. Like well, it's, it's, it's not <laughs> a weird dialogue choice on Bungie's end, right? Like it's like, hey, mm. she's working directly with like us and Rasputin, right? Like, why mm. isn't she aware that he is tracking these pyramid ship coming in to just like full-on attack? Like she's just like another golden age is on the is on the horizon.
4: We're like, no, we got a we got a big old war coming. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it does seem a little uh, mismatched to the messaging here. <laughs> it seems a little yeah.
2: <laughs> I think I think it's being purposefully uh, misleading, so that, you know we get this super cool reveal at the end of the season. And real quick, I'm just trying to bring it up here. So he- here's the dialogue, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll just pause it there because I have it set the loop. And big red is locked and loaded. Anna beams at Rasputin's hologram. Rattling off statistics and terminology, ghost bobs along in the know. This would have been impossible without Zavala acting as a firebrand. She turns introspective for a moment. It's easy to find reasons to stay away when you're isolated. Easy to forget what kept us close. Coming together won the gap, and it's going to knock the almighty out of the sky. It'll be how we meet the future. When this is over, so... Sorry, it's hard for me to read Saul Saul will be so much more open to us. Red's new defense matrix is a scaffold. We could even plop a nice colony down in his shadow on Mars. Just talking about new settlements gives me goose pimples. She feigns a shiver and cracks a wide smile at you. Goodbye, war with the cabal. So, Brian, you got your wish. Hello, second golden age. The future is bright, Guardian. Shine on.
3: Um, Firstly, before we move on, I just want to say what a great, great impression of Anna that you have. Oh. Really, well yeah, <laughs> really well done yeah I mean that's classic. how it, that's and, and just... I, know, I know you just said that like I get my wish with the war of the cabal ending but like until I see like I know we talked about it last week but until I see the red legion off of earth or out of the solar system I don't have my wish yeah Agreed. uh
2: so Travis kind of said his piece. Do you think this is season 11 or whatever the fall expansion is or season 12? Cause the fall expansion will be a big expansion and probably season 12. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think, Brian?
3: I, I think the same thing, right. It's like season 11 is going to be, is going to very much be on the same spectrum that we've had this past year post shadow keep, you know, with Undying dawn and worthy that it's going to be, of the same caliber, same, I don't want to say same quality level because, you know, Dawn was better than worthy, but Dawn was also better than dying. Um, but yeah, it's like, I don't think we're, I don't think we're going to be introduced to Europa in any kind of way during the season. You know, it's, you know, it's like I said last week, it might be something on the, that pyramid ship on the moon. Um, there's others speculating that we might be going to the arcology on Titan because of some similarities in art design based on Sabathun's, um, uh, emblem that you get from that strike. Um, so who knows? You know, I, I'm still. It's it's kind of it's kind of nice in a way, not knowing exactly what we're going into, war um, mm-hmm. wise or or, or, or such like that. Um, and I definitely don't think it's a like bungee being scared of revealing what they have because it might be light on content. I think they just want to reveal all of this stuff to us at the same time so that we have, we have context of what we're doing, um, so things aren't spoiled.
2: You know, it is interesting that only the Drifter and Eris are the ones that we're seeing go to this place. What well, we know about the Drifter from, uh, I think this is from D2 Wikipedia, Destinypedia. It says, the Drifter's ghost is the nameless ghost partner to the Drifter, though it typically keeps itself hidden. It is distinguishable by its red eye and inability to speak, both of which are the result of extensive modifications that granted it access to a broader spectrum of light and the ability to manipulate darkness. Now, separately, Eris also has this weird ability that we're seeing on Europa. Here's my thought on all of that for season 11 and what that means for season 12. Something is going to happen in season 11 where we need to either get that ability or unlock that ability to be able to go to Europa. And I think that would be an interesting through line to like, okay, well, season 11, you have to work so that more people can get there to help them. They're just kind of like the pioneers who were able to get there first because of their unique capabilities, right? And then uh, season 12, we go there in this major expansion. What, Brian? Making more moats. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Season
3: need,
2: of drifter. Oh my God. If season 11 is season like you need, season 11 is like, you need to power up drifter left gambit active, but he's disappeared. Let's get in there and harness as many moats as we can. So that we, I'd be like, no, no! I don't want to do that.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I could see that happening. Really?
2: <laughs> I mean, if destiny becomes a game that does storytelling this well, great. Um, I've already kind of accepted that, okay, like it seems like I'm not going to care about the guns as much. Just, just generally. Right. Mm-hmm. Because of the sunsetting things that they're doing. Um, and my collection is mostly complete anyways, but if the storytelling is this good, that gives me to s- sign on once a week, like just to see this almighty stuff, I've actually liked signing in. Like, where's the almighty. I want to see how close it is this week. I want to see what's going on. So, those aspects have been really, really great to experience. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out long term, though. How are you guys feeling with all these teases and things? It's it's the roller coaster going up, right? Like it's exciting.
3: It's it's same yeah. cadence, right? Like it's it's always kind of like that on the eve of a an expansion. I know we're not on the eve of the expansion. We still got a couple months out from that. Um, you know, it's, it's, it is that roller coaster of destiny, right? It's like, you know, like, oh, yay, you know, and it's, it's, it's always, it's kind of always been that way. And I think the only time that's ever really not been that way has been um, between opulence and, uh, and, and shadow keep, really.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have to go over? Uh, Inc- oh, yeah. Well, Travis, do you want to tell us about increased drop rates, or do you want to talk about something else? <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's good. Uh, also in the 12 this week was uh, they're increasing drop rates for 1,000 Voices, Anarchy, and the Sparrow from Scourge, which is called... Uh, exotic, it's an remember.
2: exotic Sparrow, right?
4: The exotic Sparrow, yeah. yeah always on time. That. Always yeah. on time, that's it, yeah.
2: Yeah, so Anarchy and 1K, very coveted exotics, their drop mm-hmm. rate is going to increase based on your completions, up to fifty percent drop chance at twenty completions. Right, Travis? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's
4: yeah, that's great. right. And I think uh, I think that's great. Oh, that's right, uh, exactly. Obviously, people like Destin who played it like four hundred and fifty times to get Anarchy are probably going to be uh, a little upset, but I don't know. I got Maybe to not. like thirty four,
2: right? <laughs> I and I I like I that's like the fact that. <laughs> well like now we know the more you run it the higher your chance gets so around 20 if you still don't get it by like run 30 you're just having terrible luck because you're
3: getting that that, the other side of the 50 percent each time you run it it's still possible because odds are odds you know yeah you
2: you also clear it three times a week right so three six nine twelve fifteen it's like seven weeks so it's not even two months of, of runs on all your characters if you're really try-harding for a specific exotic.
3: And that's right? assuming you're not, right. you're not, that's assuming it's not retroactive too. Like if like the game takes an account that you've done the raid already 50 times and still don't have it. I think um, it'll be,
2: it seems like it'll be retroactive because it's. it would track on your account,
3: right? Yeah, it would yeah. track how many you've done before.
2: Yeah. I, I have no problem with it at all. I think it's smart and I think it's a a good way for those Coveted exotics to still be coveted and hard to get, but give you a, a little bit of a fighting chance to get them because there's there do,
4: do you, yeah. Do, do you think that in the in like in the future they'll have a policy or drop system like this when a weapon is coveted and sort of like in the active season, or do you think this will always be something that they do retroactively once more people have it and some time has passed and they care less about it? Maybe that. Yeah. The later. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean it's been it's been that way for a while, right? Like how many times have they adjusted the drop yeah. rate for one K voices? Like it's you know, that 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 rate is two years removed. Yeah,
2: I it's it's hard to get a crew together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You got sure. you have to use an LFG usually to run that. Um even though the, the rewards in raids are sort of coveted right now, especially that one because they're going to last longer with the sun setting. And it I, so I, I'm all in support for it. Travis, what about the trials reward changes? You wrote that down, is it now? Right
4: yeah so they're they i wrote it down yeah so they they added some uh additional masterworks which is amazing Mm -hmm. we all really want that when we play trials um and yeah so that's one of the things but i think more importantly they adjusted uh the token or they're going to be adjusting sorry i'm speaking in the forward tense this is all Mm -hmm. coming in in the next season uh they're Adjusting the the token system so that you are not as benefited by just grinding the first three matches and and that sort of thing, which is uh, definitely good.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know, honestly, I'm going to be super intrigued to see how this ends up playing out in the long run, because I I don't know if it's going to work or not. Time's going to tell on that one. Um, Yeah. I'm definitely taking a wait and see with the trials. They also talked about the controller configuration and they're doing mm. some really, really interesting stuff there. I forgot to bring this up, but like they make it so if you tap X, that's standard reload. And if you hold X, like that could be a different action. For example, like guns, where they switch their elemental value. Um, you can make that a, a double tap as opposed to a longer hold. And then standard reload mm. is just a one tap. I really like that. I, I think it's pretty cool that they're they're adding functionality
3: and also uh, a yeah. shout out
2: to IRL guardian. The video we were in won the movie. The oh, yeah. That's really, really cool. You guys, were
3: in. you guys didn't want me to be in it. so Brian,
2: I... shut we up. We asked you. you like 90 times. <laughs> oh, is your mic not working? Your headphones not working? That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, yes. I'm really excited for that. But for for the controller thing, uh, you know, Xbox players have had kind of an app on Xbox to do that. But it, it has limitations. For example, I don't think that there's a way for you to assign like a double tap or a hold. And that mm-hmm. is kind of an extra layer for this. And it also helps with accessibility, which is really cool. So
2: yeah, I'm definitely happy about it. Um, you know, we're going into the weekend, June 9th. I think next week's going to be a big week, no matter what they reveal. Either we'll be super salty or we'll be super hyped about <laughs> whatever's coming in the fall. This this is a a good time to be paying attention to Destiny, and this largely has been our, our main reaction. Um, Travis, thing. Brian, do you have anything else you want to bring up?
3: One more thing. What do you got? Finally fixing the perfect fifth explosion shot on Polaris. Oh, yeah. Stars. Oh, that's right. I'll have to get well, that, that way, catalyst. That way you can actually <laughs> use it and shoot bullets after you've already shot it. Wow. It took them a very long time to fix that. But, yeah. And anything yeah.
2: with multi-fire seems weird, right? Yeah. Like, they se- yeah. just seem to keep running into problems with that. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's that's basically all we have for this week. Very, very excited about what's developing. Travis, was there anything else you wanted to add?
4: No, I'm I'm excited, man. I mean, the the hype train is starting to roll. So I, I know last week we said, do you prefer it when we hear nothing or when we hear That's... something? And I sa- I think I was the only person who said, I hope that they say more. So this at least lets me know there is stuff coming somewhat soon, even if it's not season 11. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm stoked, man.
2: Got it. All right. Well, I think we'll sign off then. And we look forward to talking about this more next week. But until next time, everybody, Guardians Guardians out. Guardians
4: out.
1: Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear. And each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something About Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at
3: vulgarhistory.com.